Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, John June. And of course, this wonderful guy, I don't know which side of the screen he's on right now, but he's right in front of me. Greg <laughs> Edeman. Greg, how you doing today, bro? Doing all right. Doing well. Uh, got the Thursday night game, peeking into that a little bit. Uh, you know, ready to talk about this football game to this week. You know, it's a nice little easy week for us. You know, we could run through games all day, yo. It's over. Like, there's only, like, so many teams on by, you know? It's crazy. Right? Like, it's, it's crazy because uh, we're so used to doing so many teams i mean people only the only the real ones know the day ones know that <laughs> when we first started this show we were doing all 16 games in one day to the point where now <laughs> we actually for thanksgiving <laughs> we actually end up doing it all 16 games so when you catch this the thanksgiving episode you'll catch that that we end up actually is it all six? I don't even remember how we do it. I think we break down the Thanksgiving games and then we I think like we figure it out as the schedule yeah. goes along. Yeah. But either way, just be ready for us to do some madness. But today, covering six games is gonna be some some light some light work here real quick. No it not even starts of the week or anything like that. So we'll jump right into it. Make sure you make sure you check us out tomorrow though, if you want to catch those starts of the week. But starting with the first game. Uh, all the all these games will be at one Sunday at 1 p.m. The four and two Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Baltimore to take on the five and one Baltimore Ravens. 47 and a half point over under here according to FanDuel Sportsbook. The Baltimore Ravens are six point favorites. Greg, in terms of weather, it's okay. In terms of injuries, uh, Sammy Watkins was a DMP with a thigh. Latavius Murray uh, has an ankle injury. Uh, and he's he was a DMP at practice. Ronnie Stanley, uh, he's on he was placed recently placed on IR, adding to the 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 list of many Baltimore Ravens players that have ended up on IR. Um, and for the the Cincinnati side, Chris Evans, he's questionable as he was a limited participant with a hamstring injury. So I will actually go first. I'm going to take the over here. Going to take Cincinnati to cover. I'm going to take Baltimore to win. Cincinnati has been uh, pretty good against quarterbacks the last few weeks. Still going to start Lamar, though, without without a doubt. You know, you, he's got those legs. Uh, it's always going to be, um, you know, safe floor for him there. Uh, but if Latavius Murray can't go for Baltimore, then I think Devontae Freeman is in play as, as a potentially an RB2. Also, you know, don't, don't uh, count out Le'Veon Bell, who – uh, had eight touches to Devontae Freeman's nine. Uh, also scored a touchdown. I think all three of those guys scored on Sunday. But, uh, you know, definitely think that if, you know, again, we've, we keep mentioning it, but the bye weeks, <laughs> if you are in, in danger, oh, and, man. Uh, you need help at running back. That's real rough territory right it's there. Rough. <laughs> it's rough. But uh, in terms of uh, Mark Andrews, I think he continues his resurgence uh, as a top five tight end option. And I think wide receivers probably get a little bit of a downgrade here. I mean, like I said, the passing game is a little bit of a downgrade. But, again, you know, anything can happen. Lamar could shake one free. 
Um, you know, we saw Rashad Bateman get involved last week in his his first uh, NFL action. Uh, actually out-targeted Marquise Hollywood. I should refer to him as such, Hollywood Brown. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on as as we move forward. Uh, but the, for the Cincinnati side, Joe Burrow having a really good season. Uh, he's been throwing the ball a bit a bit more Cincinnati has the last few weeks. Uh, I think you you can play him. Might not have the safe floor we might be looking for in this matchup here, but um, I, you know I definitely he, you know he's always. He's always in line to score some touchdowns there, throw some touchdown passes. So uh, Joe Mixon, RB1, uh, Jamar Chase is probably my top option at the wide receiver position for Cincinnati. T. Higgins would be second for me. Uh, And then Tyler Boyd probably coming in as a low-end wide receiver three, probably closer to that wide receiver four range. I mean, but if they're throwing the ball more, who knows potentially. Uh, But, Greg, what say you, brother? I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Bengals to cover, but I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens to win the game. Uh, Yeah, on Baltimore side, I'm with you with Lamar. He's QB1. You're starting him for sure. Uh, Definitely, if I could avoid that running back situation for the Ravens, I would, but it is six teams on by. If you're really desperate, you got to go there because that would be where you're going to get the most carries from you know, these RB3s, RB4s, that's going to be possibly finishing, like, as an RB2. Uh, so, yeah, that that situation is going to play himself out. For the receivers, uh, I do like Marquise Brown in this matchup. I also do like how Bateman's usage was last week. He ran a lot of routes last week. Uh, I think Sammy Watkins being out, he could be using uh, some flex consideration. Uh, on the Bengals side, Joe Burrow is in streaming conversation this week. I'm with you in the rankings of the receivers. You know, we talked about it early in the year, how it was going to be a problem. And, yeah, it's it's become the problem. Boyd has just pretty much been fizzed out as the, the main guy. Uh, so that's tough for the value for his draft. But I like Chase and I like Higgins. Um, yeah, Joe Mixon is going to ball out, of course, every week. Hey, man, week seven, man, draft capital means nothing anymore. Bro. I know, I know. Throw that out the window. Um, Moving on to the next matchup here, Sunday 1 p.m., 3-3 three and three Carolina Panthers traveling to MetLife uh, to take on the 1-5 New York Giants. This is a 43.5-point total. Carolina Panthers are three-point favorites. In terms of weather, it's okay. Um, the Carolina Panthers have a few guys out with a concussion, including uh, wide receivers Alex Erickson and Terrace Marshall Jr., uh, the Giants have, have their, you know, share of injuries they're dealing with. Uh, Saquon Barkley questionable with an ankle. Uh, that does not good look good for Von Miller's ankle. Um, <laughs> so he was DMP. Uh, Saquon Barkley was. Kenny Galladay questionable with a DMP or questionable with a knee injury, also a DMP. Uh, Kadarius Tony questionable with an ankle. Oh, sorry. Doubtful with an oh, ankle. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't get me too hopeful. You got me hopeful oh, with that. Yeah, I knew sorry. it. <laughs> Doubt, doubtful with an ankle. Um, he was also a DMP. And then to make matters worse, they've added Andrew Thomas, the left tackle, to injured reserve with an ankle injury, um, most likely season ending there. Mm, brutal. Craig, what's gonna go on with your New York Giants this week, man? Hopefully they stay healthy. That's all I that's all I really want them to do. Yeah. But I'm gonna take Carolina to win. I'm gonna take Carolina to cover the spread. I'm gonna take the under in the game. 
I do love Sam Darnold's matchup. He, you know, it's low on QB one. I think for me, uh, Chuba Hubbard, definitely a top 20 option with some RB one upside. He's running a lot more routes as well. Had a season high of 18 last week. Uh, had a season high of snapshot last week as well. He's been in a great matchup against this Giants rush defense. This is a good spot for him. DJ Moore, I think we'll see a lot of Dory Jackson. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, but I think wide receiver one season is going to continue here for DJ Moore. Uh, he's third among wide receivers in, in targets at 10.5 a game. Robbie Anderson, I think if you're in need of, in need of a receiver, I think he's in play. Uh, his targets and air yards have been trending up over the last three weeks. He's been getting over 9.6 targets in the last three weeks. So uh, the opportunities are there. I think it will hit at some point. On the Giants side, Daniel Jones should bounce back. I mean, you know, this that he had a horrendous week against the Rams. I don't think it will be that bad again. Uh, better matchup. So I think he's playable as a QB2. Uh, should expect to see 15 touches from Devontae Booker. So I think he's an RB3 play, some RB2 upside. But the the matchup is super tough. So I think more he's going to finish probably low and sneak into that top 30 play. Uh, Sterling Shepard is the only receiver I really trust. He's probably going to lead in targets and receivers. He's a wide receiver, too, for me. Uh, Evan Ingram, if you're desperate for a tight end, though, you probably to grab him because he'll probably be next in line for targets. Yeah, me and you were like almost eye to eye, and I say almost because you'll see why. But <laughs> taking the under, taking Carolina to cover, taking Carolina to win, uh, I really like the Panthers offense. Like, I'm all about it this week. Uh, yeah. I, Darnold is a top 10 option. Uh, love DJ Moore. Uh, I, I'm really high on Robbie Anderson like you are. Uh, he's seen 26% target share over the last three weeks, just second to DJ Moore's 28.5%. So very close there. Uh, that that chemistry started to settle out there a little bit. Uh, I I love Chuba Hubbard this week as well. Yeah. I think he's, he's a real RB1 option this week. Uh, the Giants have been terrible against the run, and, and so – uh, I think Chuba Hubbard is in a phenomenal spot here. Uh, and then speaking of being terrible, the Giants' offense was pretty terrible last week. I mean, they were just as a whole were terrible last week. But yeah. specifically, the offense looked bad. But I don't think that's really who they are on offense, especially Daniel Jones. Uh, they've shown to be much better at times this year. I think Jones is a high-end QB2. Uh, I think Booker can be a high-end QB1 or RB1, RB2 potentially. High end RB two potentially just based on volume. If he if he does get in the end zone, then you know there's a real good opportunity for him to finish in like even near RB one territory. Uh, then Shepard, you know, I mean he was hot to start the year, so I I think he yeah. can make impact in this game. His second game back coming back from injury, so I think Sterling Shepard can 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 make his impact felt here. And I agree with you, Evan Ingram. Is a uh, is a desperation tight end option this week. Yeah. Greg, moving on to the Washington football team taking on the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. This is a 48 and a half point total. The Green Bay Packers are nine and a half point favorites. In terms of injuries, the weather is okay in this game. Uh, Green Bay on the injury front is okay. Washington. Uh, Antonio Gibson, he's missed some practice, uh, was limited in practice with a shin injury. Um, Terry McLaurin's questionable with a hamstring, a limited participant in practice with, with that injury as well. Rock, uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, he's questionable with a quad, but he was a limited participant in practice. So 
those guys definitely look out for them. But in terms of the game here, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Green Bay to cover. I'm also going to take Green Bay to win the game here. Uh, in terms of the fantasy side, give me the Packers, you know, the big the big three, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. I think A.J. Dillon's in play as well as, a, as an RB2 option, especially with all these teams on by. Um, on the Washington side, I really just think it's Terry McLaurin and and then maybe Antonio Gibson. I mean, even that's a slight stretch, but the shin injury, we saw how unutilized he was. Sorry, I should throw out J.D. McKissick because if the game script does fall and, and A.G. is limited, then J.D. McKissick is definitely in play. So uh, that's But that's probably where I would cap it. I'm going to go with Green Bay to win, Green Bay to cover as well. I'm going to take the over. Um, Taylor Heineke, you know, he did have a also a bad week last week. I think he can bounce back a little bit to get you a QB two week because uh, I think Terry McLaurin is in a smash spot here. I think he, he's going to get a wide receiver one week out of him. Uh, J.D. McKissick should be in play there, not favored. Uh, he should get some reception, especially in PPR leagues. I think he's an RB2. Uh, and sorry, J.D. McKissick, yeah, should be RB two, low on RB2 for me. In PPR leagues, Gibson, I think he you're playing as an RB2 as well. Um, you know, he's playing through the shin injury. Uh, he's going to get the carries. But if they fall behind, Jaden McKissick will be pretty much used throughout the, the game. Um, Ricky Sills Jones, I think he's a great streaming option this week. I mean, he's got tight end one upside if he plays. Uh, last two weeks, he's been top 15 at the tight end position without Logan Thomas. He's only 46 percent roster. So I think he's definitely an option here uh, on Green Bay side. Aaron Rodgers is going to destroy this Washington football defense. It's going to be pretty bad. Like, you know, sneak, sneak, you know, start of the week's potential here. Uh, but Washington's been horrible against QBs, giving up 317 passing yards, three almost three touchdowns a game. Aaron Jones, you love him. Devontae Adams, monster play. And Alan Lazard got some deeper league consideration if you really need a wide receiver because I love Rodgers. That's not a bad strategy to take at all. Um, moving on to this next game, probably probably the most interesting game on this slate. Um, probably, I mean, I don't actually don't know if there's a game that's more interesting than this game. Um, but we've got the three and three Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Tennessee to take on the four and two Tennessee Titans. This is a fifty six and a mm. half total. The Kansas City Chiefs are five and a half point favorites here. In terms of injuries, or in terms of the weather, the weather's okay, but in terms of injuries, Tyree Kill, he was DMP with that quad injury that kept him out of practice last week. We all obviously know he played and finished as the wide receiver two. So the two? Wide receiver two, three. He was finished in the top three. Um, Travis Kelsey had a, has a neck injury. He's dealing with that was limited participant in practice. Anthony Hitchens, he's doubtful with an elbow injury. Tennessee, they're okay for the most part. Uh Taylor Lewan, who had that, you know, scary moment where he was carted off with with off the uh on on the longboard. He um you know ended up just having a concussion apparently and isn't on the injury report today. So seems like he's might be set to go in this game here. Uh Greg, where are you going with this matchup? I'm going to take the under 56 and a half is high. I'm going to take the Titans to cover. 
but I'm taking the Chiefs to win. You already know. Patty time uh, on the Kansas City side. I love Pat Mahomes' matchup, high in QB1, as he is every week, top three play. Darrell Williams, I love him in this. He is a high in RB2, got some RB1 upside, uh, running a lot of routes last two weeks at 22.5 per game. Had 21 carries on top of that. That's that's RB1 usage. That's the usage we want Clyde to see. Like, But Darrell Williams getting it. Uh, so, yeah, I love Darrell Williams in this. And, you know, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, both top five plays. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee should be a great spot. He's in, he's in a great spot here. Kansas City's really bad against QBs. Uh, that was the logic for, you know, John using that Taylor Heineke pick. Like, he should it should have pulled through. But I'm hitting, I'm hitting right back at that, uh, the Kansas City defense. Um, I need to see it two straight weeks. So Tannehill should, is in play. A.J. Brown, low one wide receiver one for me. And Julio Jones, if he's you know able to go, the wide receiver two. Yeah, man, I'm, I actually am going to take the over here. I'm going to take Tennessee to cover. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. I have Kansas City on this on this thing, but I want to switch it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to switch it. We're going to go Tennessee to win. Tennessee to win the game. Let me make sure I hit the spreadsheet, too. Oh, uh, King Henry. Uh, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. King crazy. Henry. Crazy. You know, like. I don't even know why I did fail to mention him. I failed. Oh, man. Because you uh, didn't have to. You didn't that's have true. to. That's right? true. Like, people, people know they're going to play King Henry, right? Yeah. But here, I'm going to start on the Kansas City side. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, yes, sir. Travis Kelsey. Top three options. And, like, the Daryl Williams thing, man. Like, it don't make no sense. Make no like, sense. You just don't like – they don't like Clyde. <laughs> they just don't like Clyde. That's what it has to be. First round pick, though. Like, I mean, you know crazy. what? It doesn't make sense. They just may not like – they just must not like him. Or, yeah, I can't think of any other reason why Daryl Williams got 21 touches last week. Whew. Running – got more targets and receptions than Clyde, too. Like, that's like two games worth of Clyde production. <laughs> like, Daryl Williams got it in one game. I don't know. Either way, uh, on the Tennessee side, I totally agree with you. Ryan Tannehill is in a, in a, a smash spot. Like you said, Kansas City, you got to show me two times. But either way, I like, I like it either way because A.J. Brown is getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones is getting healthy. So... Uh, this this is getting better around Ryan Tannehill. I think I said that a couple weeks ago on here. So uh, Derek Henry, King Henry, uh, again, he's the RB one man. I just want to rank him one every week. That's that's his rank, right? Like I mean, yeah. who, who else could you put above him? I mean, who else would you want above him? Right? Like you know he's no. gonna get volume. Like and Greg, you know I do this injury report thing all the time, every for every game, right? Like I was thinking about it today. I'm like, yo, Derek. I, like it's very rarely you ever see Derek Henry on the injury report. Like, Facts, bro. It's Facts. not. I mean, he he might end up on it like later in the year with like a foot or ankle or like a yeah. knee, but like it's like week 14 by that point, right? Like everybody's banged up in week 14, but like he's a, he's a demigod playing football, man. So I tell people, Crazy. bro, he last week, what is it, 20, 20 carries. 20, no, but the the mile per hour was like twenty one. Oh, twenty one point eight. Yeah, twenty one point six or seven. Something like that, right? Yeah. And it was the highest for, uh, was for highest for a running back all season, and it was the highest for a running back of the last four years of of two hundred and forty pounds plus. 
and it was the fastest that Derrick Henry had ever run in his career. He's just getting stronger. <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. Make it, it makes no sense. Yeah. So GP, man, he's got Remember when everyone said Derrick Henry was gonna break down this year? Nah. Nah, not us. <laughs> remember when they said that he wouldn't get to two thousand yards because he would break down? I remember that. It's a long time ago. Anyway, playing those guys. Moving yeah. on to the next game, the two and three Atlanta Falcons traveling to Miami to take on the one and five Miami Dolphins. This is a 47 and a half point total. The Atlanta Falcons are two and a half point favorites. This is might as well call this the Magic City Showdown. 56% chance of rain in this game. Offensive tackle Caleb McGray, McGarry, apologies, was on COVID with or on IR with COVID, or he's on the COVID IR. Uh, Miami's okay in terms of injuries. I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take Atlanta to cover, taking Atlanta to win here. Cordero Patterson absolutely must start, whether it's oh, running man. back, wide receiver, like whatever, you, wherever you want to put them, just put them put in the lineup. In, please. Just. <laughs> Yeah, 21 touches last week or last game against the New York Jets in London. Uh, I mean, look, he's the he's the kind of guy where if Mike Davis goes down, you got an RB one. If Calvin Ridley goes down, you got an RB one. <laughs> like wide receiver one, whatever you want. Wide receiver one, whatever you want to call him. Yep. But. Even regardless, he's going to be involved in this offense, so he's a, he's a must-start. Uh, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver one option this week. Uh, I mean, he's somebody I think I would buy low on if I could mm-hmm. uh, out of this game. I mean, I probably should we probably should have bought him when he was on buy, but um, people might be frustrated, so keep an eye out for that. I think I got to go against Calvin Ridley in two leagues this week, uh, two of like my main leagues because probably Ooh. more than that. That's but. tough. This tough. might be this might be the this might be the week, right? <laughs> of course, right? Definitely. Yeah. Like last year when I I went against Joe Mixon, <laughs> the game he had like forty points. I went cool. against him in like four or five leagues. It was absolutely absurd. But um, Kyle Pitts, tight end one option uh, after his breakout game. And remember, rookies off the bye week. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, Mike Davis, low end flex, but like I don't even, I really don't want even, I don't want him near my lineup. I really don't. But Matt Ryan, low end QB one uh, on the Miami side. Tua is your quarterback stream week QB one this week. The uh, rain does scare me a little bit, but uh, you know I think that he'll he'll be able to get it done, especially with those dump off passes. He'll get like. Jalen Waddle's gonna get like 19 targets. <laughs> I see that. Yep. It's gonna be yes. like 19 targets for like 14 catches, 19 targets, and like right. 75 or four yards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's the top option in this offense this week. Uh, there was the top option. I guess he's the top option in all in offense. And then Mike Gusecki, tight end one option. Miles Gaskin. I don't want him. Uh, I'd rather walk. I don't need the gas. It's cool. Even in the bye weeks, woo, woo. <laughs> uh, from me, 
I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons to cover. I'm going to take the Falcons to win. Uh, on Atlanta side, yeah, I'm with you. QB1 play. He's got two straight QB1 weeks coming off a season high in uh, yards in week five and pat four touchdowns against Washington in week four. Uh, yeah, you got to keep riding that Cordell train until the wheels fall off, man. Like, he had the – granted that, you know, the Falcons had a lot of injuries, but he, before that bye against the Jets, had the season high in all the usage categories you need, snap share, carries, routes, targets. So all that he was doing before was just on very low usage. Now he's getting uses with that. It's, it's over. Like, just Cardell's going to eat. Calvin Ridley, smash right here. This is – I think he's going to blow up, actually. And Cal Pitts, yeah, tied in one season is here. On Miami side, I love to uh, stream it a week. Uh, yeah, getting this Jalen Waddle and Mike Kosecki. Um Yeah, I I can't pull the trigger on Miles Gaskin too. I was just you know even with the bye <laughs> weeks, man. I can't. Even, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Wait, Drew Locke is going in? Oh man. Oh no, he's not. He just had his helmet on. I was curious. That's why he had his helmet on. But yeah, nah. Yeah, no Miles Gaskin. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on to this last game that we will cover today are the 1 p.m. games. The 1-4 New York Jets traveling to Foxborough to take on the 2-4 New England Patriots. This is a 42.5-point total. The New England Patriots are 7-point favorites. In terms of the weather, we'll be okay here. Uh, Cesar Mosley, in terms of the injuries for the Jets, he was a DMP with a hamstring injury. Uh so did not participate in practice on Wednesday. So probably looking like he may not play in this game. Uh, no, Drew Locke is going in. Um, New Orleans is, or New England is mostly okay. I mean, everyone's questionable, which makes me think that it's just, you know, find the guy who is injured in the injury report. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, in terms of the injuries here, or the in terms of the game here, I'm going to take the over i'm gonna take the jets to cover i'm gonna take the jets to win i didn't want to take the jets to cover and then i thought about like how every time i do that they end up do covering so i think this is the week that i have to pick them if i'm just going off the initial instincts <laughs> but anyway in terms of the the game here um, wow in foxborough in foxborough i know curry it's crazy Ooh. <laughs> but this is the second game, right? Like, I know, man, it's crazy. But it could be like six points. Like, what if they miss an extra point, you know? But That's anyway. True. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I am going to take uh, Hunter Henry as the as a possibly the – well, he's a tight end one option, I think, in this matchup here against the Jets. Uh, Damian Harris – uh, and Ramondre Stevenson are both in play, uh, RB1 and RB2s respectively for the Jets. Michael Carter is a, a you know, we saw him get more volume last in the last game against Atlanta, um, really led that backfield in touches and opportunities, and even scored a touchdown. Uh, I think in PPR leagues, he's going to be an option this week as as a low end R, or high end RB two mid range RB mid range to high end RB two this week. Um, and then Corey Davis, uh, I know he got shut out the first game, but uh, New England has not fared all that well against wide receivers. Um, you know, the, their corner play has 
lacked a little bit. And so I think Corey Davis in the second game, uh, especially with Jamison Crowder, uh, should open up some more things for him. Maybe Jamison Crowder is an option as well. He'll, another guy that will catch nine balls for 60 yards. So, um, yeah, that is where I, that's as far as I'm going though with the Jets. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Pats to cover and the Pats to win. Um, yeah, it's still Belichick against Jets in Foxborough. Like, this is just, yeah, please, a, a pre- very predictable game. But I do like Michael Carter in this bye. I think he's a, a good, great fill-in for this week uh, to get you an RB2 a week. Um, Corey Davis, I do like him as a wide receiver, too, low and wide receiver, too. Cor- uh, Crowder in PPR leagues, giving you wide receiver three value. Uh, on New England side, Jacoby Myers um, hopefully gets an end zone one day. He got the two-point conversion, though, so he got, he touched the end zone. Uh, wide receiver two for me, Damian Harris and Stevenson are both in play, uh, both top 30 plays, uh, with Damian Harris with a little more upside being used in the red zone and everything, unless he gets hurt. Uh, and Hunter Henry, yeah, he's become the tight end favorite uh, in this offense. John Smith's like more of a glorified blocking tight end right now. So, yeah, I like Hunter Henry. It's like what I had been saying, man. Hunter, <laughs> Jer- Johnny Smith can block. Hunter Henry can't. So you're going to ask Johnny Smith to do things that Hunter Henry can't. But I don't know, man. I got sucked up into him taking backfield touches, and we've <laughs> seen that one time. So I don't know. But that being said, we are done with the part one preview. So make sure you come check us out tomorrow. We will do part two where we break down all the PM, the uh, 4 p.m. games, as well as the prime, the remaining prime time games, and give out starts of the week and play some get money. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you check you checked in with us, and uh, you know we're just gonna keep bringing you towards the closer and closer towards those chips. So yes, sir. Uh, until next time, y'all. Peace. Yeah.